offer deadline on Oak Street, Pile 3. Welcome to the housing market. I'm with Redfin, and I'm here to help. I need to sell my house. Great. Redfin charges a 1% listing fee when you buy and sell with us, which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of $8,400. Oh, wow. Is that all? Uh, yep. I'm kidding. You had me at 1%. Want to win? Sell with Redfin. It's real estate done right. Bidding warrant the offer's counter in five minutes. Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com. The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking A Quiet Place Part 2. This movie was so unrealistic. So, so get ready, nerds. <laughs> I, I wish I... Oh, I should have learned sign language. Shit! God I know, damn, damn it! <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on the Salty Nerd Podcast. Today, we're talking about the new A Quiet Place Part 2 movie. And uh, I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds. Starting with Matt Vader. What's up, dude? How you doing? Dude, I'm really drunk. Right <laughs> I know. We just got done with our Star Trek Shut review. <laughs> And uh, we all drank heavily, except for Jude. Can you tell? Okay-ish. That side of the table's sober. You know, we we a, all, uh, just you two. I was going to ask, is this a bit much for a quiet place to have my combat still on? I'm, I'm Star Trek up. Yeah, we're, we're kind of, okay. it's okay. I don't forget about it. Anyway, Jude, welcome. How you doing? Hello. Hello. Don't whisper. We won't be able to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew Kadish, what's up, dude? I'm doing well. <laughs> Excited to talk about this movie. Cool. I liked it. Oh, that's amazing. It's rare that he liked it. You guys, Kadish liked a movie. Kadish liked a movie. I think we all liked it. Yeah, we all did. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Okay, so we're going to dig into this. This is heavy spoiler. It's still in theater, so if you haven't seen it, uh, go watch it, and then you can come back and watch us talk about it. But we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Full warning. Okay. Uh, Jude, you want to take it away? Go ahead. Sure. Okay. So I just want to (laughs) say, while Kadish and I were at the movies watching this, he, he was like, Alex would totally. Oh my god! Did you talk through the entire thing? I kept like reaching over and being like, "I'm very stressed out." Okay. <laughs> when did you guys go watch this? Was it last week? Uh, Saturday. Week? No, it was so just this, this past Saturday. Okay. So we all watched this in the last couple. Of days. Yeah. 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 Okay. 2021, A Quiet Place 2, rated PG-13 with a runtime of one hour, 37 minutes. Had a budget of $55 million. And I, I got my, my money information yesterday. So as okay. of yesterday... What do you think it, it opening weekend it? then, right? Yes. Okay, so opening weekend box office. Um what was the budget? Fifty five. Fifty five. I'm gonna say it made uh two hundred million dollars. That hasn't been out long enough to make that much money. Opening weekend, two hundred million? People not, are back in theaters, it's not dude. Star Wars, bro. Don't argue it. Just come up with a different um, sixty five. One hundred thirty-eight million dollars. Nice, good, good. I'm glad. Yeah, I hope it, we get a part it's three. The biggest opening weekend of um, since the COVID nineteen. So theaters pandemic. are back. Yeah, I think theaters are back. So happy. Me too. Yeah, we, there was only like twelve people in my like, theater. Everybody was out at the theaters this weekend, even people on respirators, because <laughs> we were in the theater and the whole time we heard behind us, like, and we and afterwards we were both like, was there? A Dude with a respirator, like breathing through a respirator. <laughs> like Darth Vader was us? sitting behind you for here. sure, like the whole movie. I thought it was part of the movie at first, and then like it went on the entire movie, and I was like, I didn't want to turn around and like make whoever that was feel weird. Yeah. Uh, but the whole time it was like, it's like really you're gonna like, dude, turn off your oxygen tank. <laughs> For Jesus all- Christ, <laughs> trying to watch you know a what? movie here. He typically on a typical movie, he'd probably be under the radar. 
But for with, sure. With, it, it's just that this one is so silent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The sound design in this movie was incredible. Yeah. Uh, but I have a funny, a funny little movie theater experience too, because this is I think this is my third time going to the theater after everything's kind of opened yeah. up. I went to Godzilla vs Kong and stuff like that, but um, this time around. We were sitting there and Galaxy Theaters has their like, this is what's coming up in our retro watches this <laughs> oh, week or whatever, yeah. right? The, oh, the Jurassic oh. Park. Yeah, they had Jurassic so Park. Good. And they Dude. had Goonies. Yeah, they had Goonies. <laughs> they had Jurassic Park come on. It's like coming and soon. Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones Last Crusade. Last Crusade. I'm, mm. I'm like, I think we might need to do a movie I week. I think you're right. <laughs> I need to take my kid to go see those movies. I might have to take a PTO day to go watch Last Crusade. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Um, anyway, so I was watching these trailers for the retro movies for Galaxy Theaters, and uh, the dude directly behind me whispers to his friend, I've never seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> did you, did you I, flip I a table? Freaking, I turned around. I looked at him like, what did you just say? He's like, I've never seen it. And I'm like, do you want to come over later and like watch it? Was he like, totally. <laughs> yeah, you're, my, you're my new best friend. He started laughing. And he's like, I'm sorry, man. I've never seen it. I'm like, it's Jurassic June. <laughs> I started freaking out. He started laughing. I started laughing. I'm like, man, it feels so good to get back uh, in the theater. So making what, what, friends out in the world. Hell yeah. What I want to know is if those uh, retro movies that they're showing at Galaxy mm -hmm. are for the entire summer or if they're just it's, for they a go, little while. They go month to month. Yeah, I think it's all summer. Because so, I really want to go watch Slash Crusade in Jurassic Park. But, man, they they show those on Wednesdays, I think, right? So, Wednesdays and Sundays. Get both days I work. Oh, really? It sucks. What, I, their first showing, I think, is at 1 p.m. It's too late. Hey, man, late. you've been wanting to quit that job for a while, now. man. Just go work for Galaxy Theaters. Patrons, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me yeah. give you the synopsis. Sub, sub to the channel. SaltyNerdClub.com. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Jude. Take okay. it away. Flashing back to the Abbott family on the day of the first attack and forward to where we left off after the death of Lee Abbott in the first movie. It's like the next day, right? Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. Um, we see the family survive day one and follow as they venture out to find other survivors. After discovering a radio signal coming from an island of survivors, the hearing impaired daughter and Uncle Emmett travel to bring them Reagan's cochlear implant to transmit over the radio while Evelyn and Marcus and the baby stay behind. When Emmett and Reagan get to the boat dock, they discover that the aliens aren't the only danger in the world. The people remaining are just as deadly. Mm -hmm. All right, I will say this: um, that opening sequence that it's like a little mini prequel with mm -hmm. John Krasinski, so good, incredible. Awesome. I wanted more. Yes, yeah. yeah. I almost want a full prequel because God, that was good. I, no, it, it was no, nice no, no, seeing no. John Krasinski back. Oh, hundred yes. percent. Yeah, he yes. makes. He, I want, I want there to be like ten more of these movies. Yeah, but I want spinoffs. First ten minutes of every movie to be more of day one. Yeah, yeah. give me day two in the next one. Honestly, you know, I'm telling you the truth, like. If you wanted to do um, some kind of a spinoff or prequel, like have it take place in a different area with different characters. Or like we got we got Emmett in this one. Yeah. And he said his kids died that day. He and his wife hung in uh, up until like recently. Yeah. So, so she hung in there for like a, a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it? Only yeah. That? Eleven is four hundred something days. Yeah, I thought it was like a, a year. No, but four, she died. Four, she died eleven weeks ago. Oh, oh okay, eleven yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. So she hung in there for a year, and without without their kids, like mm -hmm. they had to like get over that. And like we we got to see the little boy who died in the first movie. Uh, oh God, it's just it was just so good the way that they tied all of this together. Yeah. yeah. I uh, okay. So here's the thing. I did not watch part one until about three weeks ago. So it's fresh for you. So it's fresh. Nice. Yeah. So um, 
it was a little weird seeing the kids age three years or whatever mm, yeah between the movies yeah <laughs> but it's supposed to be like the next day <laughs> but uh um, I don't know. Was it two years ago? I don't, I don't know. How Just a couple long. years ago. I, I, don't know. I think but, it was uh, 2019. Um, it came out the first one. I love this movie. I, I'm I, so I, glad. I had so much fun with this movie. I took my wife to the movie and she just hated it. <laughs> <laughs> hated everything about it. Was she my, scared the whole time? My wife is uh, um, a Hallmark movie girl. Yeah. You know, she that's just not her kind of She's thing. She's a sweet summer child. But, you know yesterday was Monday and Monday's is wife day. So I try to spend time with my wife because I work swings. She works days. We have different days off except for Monday. So that's my wife day. So she was not happy with me. Like, <laughs> I dragged her to this movie, <laughs> and, but I'm not, I don't feel that bad about it because it was a really good movie. Yeah. It was really good. I had a good time with this and um, it's just, it's just, what was it about it that like really kind of hooked you in? I like the fact that it was a pure sequel to the first movie. It was like literally the next day. Yeah, it like, just like continued when, the story. Whenever they do a movie where it's like part two, like Godfather Part Two, or like mm -hmm. you know something like that, it's almost like it's an extension of the first film as opposed to a sequel because a sequel is kind of like its own standalone thing with like the same characters or the same like you know like Die Hard Two compared to Die Hard One. You know, mm -hmm. it's. It's, we're in another city yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's it's the same but different but, yeah but in this mm -hmm. it's it's basically a continuation and you know other movies like john wick chapter two you know chapter three like whatever um you, you get the sense that it's telling a much bigger story than just like the movie itself and i feel like the way this ended it kind of left the door open for a, a part three we're gonna be seeing more of this and I, and I also think it's it's so cool because like when you watch the first movie and they discover how to hurt the aliens and you're like yay they're gonna be okay and then the sequel starts they're not okay yeah, no, no one is it's not as simple and as there, yeah there's yeah. still a lot more we have to get through in order to even think about being yeah, okay there are a lot after more this. of those aliens I, I'm gonna yeah. go and I'm gonna watch part one and part two together. Are oh, you gonna do back as, to back as one movie? The binge watch because it is literally one movie. For yeah. sure. All right. For sure. And the way they introduce these things is like, in my brain, in my head canon, these things are parasites that were like on this meteor that hit the planet, mm -hmm. or multiple meteor, or or whatever. Okay. Because these things aren't like. They're not intelligent. They're not. They're not aliens that had a ship and come and wanted to like destroy the planet. These things are like weird parasites that were on this rock that crashed into our planet. And they're probably a bunch of them did it. And it's just, it's, it's different. It's, it's not like independence day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these are like, it's an accident. It's weird ass. I don't even know how to explain what these things are. So Paras I, I think like, parasites works really para well. Parasites. Yeah. I, I like that, but yeah. in my head it was more like, um, Cowboys versus aliens, how they sent like kind of. the workers out who weren't very smart and they <laughs> okay. had to like destroy all of them before they sent the ship back hmm. to get the smart ones down to take over. Like they just sent like the warriors it's down. The infantry down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's interesting. It's like the whole scene with the baseball game and all oh, of a sudden gosh. you hear the. Yeah. Dude, I have to. And you're now... like, what the fuck is that? So, okay. And, and there's like this oh. fireball flying through the sky and you're like, holy shit, this is yeah. the craziest thing ever. It would. 
freak me out. Jude, man. before before you get going, I just have to say, because that's a perfect segue for me, like the sound design of this freaking movie, that opening sequence mm-hmm. when they're in the baseball game and everything's normal, everybody's happy, and all of a sudden you just hear this background rumble. Yeah. And then people start looking up and you see this freaking meteorite coming through the sky. It was just like, it set the tone so well. Everything just went silent. All you hear is people just kind of like looking at each other like, what are we supposed to be doing? Is this kind of dangerous? Should we go home? Yeah, we should probably go home. Let's because, get out of here. Because I've never, I've never looked at these aliens from the first movie and this one and said, okay, well, these are things that are going to like build a ship and travel across the stars and have an army and want to take over a thing. That's not the kind of aliens these are. These are animals. These yeah. are crazy. Almost like an accident. Kind of. Yeah. It's like, it's like the old question of uh, what if the earth was populated by a meteorite that hit and mm. mixed with the primordial soup, <laughs> and, you know, and, and we're like, you, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's goofy. It's, yeah. So what were you going to say, Jude? Go ahead. Oh, I have a question. Um, yeah. So it's been a while since I've watched the first one, but there was no flashback in the first one, was there? It was all... No, no it just okay. it started off with them already surviving. That's what I thought. I we, couldn't remember having we went, seen like any of this, and I was so into it. It started at like day 30-something, and okay. then, then we flash-forwarded to like, to like the next year 400 and something yeah because she was we, we got to see the kid die mm-hmm. when they were coming home from the God, from the, so from the drugstore Ugh. and then we went straight up until she was almost ready to give birth yeah, yeah. so Katie, you haven't said anything in a minute what are your general thoughts on this uh on, what do you have a opening thing that kind of hooked you what was your i really love the opening scene to this movie like i told jude i was like i could have watched two more hours of that yeah you know um it, it was it was a really great way to open it it was good to see john krasinski back um, just cause like, you know, his character from the first movie is just so endearing. Mm-hmm. And, um, then like when you get into the meat of the story, which is, you know, what happens after they leave their farm and stuff like that. And it, it, it's one of those things where like the daughter, now that she knows how to kind of disrupt the, um, aliens so that they can be killed. Um, she's on a mission to, um, find a way to broadcast that in order to give people the ability to defend themselves against these creatures and so it's kind of like um they they get um one of their neighbors um who they called an uncle but he wasn't really related to them uh it was a cillian murphy playing killian murphy i've heard it both ways yeah (laughs) i just wanted to correct i I, I am am the destroyer of words i'm gonna say it i think salty's wrong what? No, it's Killian uh, Murphy, I dude. I I love. He's like one of my all-time favorite actors. Okay, you I've heard still it. Still be wrong. I, maybe. <laughs> I, was, I always thought it was just Cillian. 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 It depends on what part of the world you're from. I suppose so. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so the actor. The Sicilian pronunciation. So the actor from Peaky Blinders. There you go. He, he plays this character named Emmett, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like the new John Krasinski, except like you know he starts off as being like very kind of afraid and depressed because he lost his family, lost his kids, and he. He keeps telling them, like, you got to go. You can't stay here. And then eventually uh, he kind of teams up with the little girl to kind of get her to this radio station where she can start broadcasting this thing. And it's kind of a, a cool journey to, like, see him develop into a hero yeah. and, and to, you know, see how I, she inspires him. I, he ended up kind of being the main character of the show. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I think it was definitely I, the I, daughter. I loved his character arc this whole thing. And, yeah. and like, really if, if there was one criticism I have about this movie, it is um, the the little boy, Marcus. Oh yeah. The, the son. 
who, um, you know, he's the one who causes like the most issues. <laughs> yeah, if he had just been, if he had just done what he was told, right. a lot of that shit wouldn't have happened. And, yeah. and he kind of redeems himself a little bit at the end, but like getting that point, I was just like, oh, this there, is rough. That's my biggest criticism. This movie's not perfect to me because my biggest criticism is a lot of the, like you guys said, a lot of the stuff that happens is due to characters just doing dumb shit. Yeah, I hate that. And it's kind of frustrating. It's like, how stupid can you be? Granted, He's an adolescent kid. Adolescent kids do stupid things all the time. So it's and get I, themselves killed. And get themselves hurt or killed. Mm -hmm. It's not unrealistic. It's just very frustrating to watch because the whole time, like for instance, when the when he's left behind his uh uh Amy, what's his, what's the actress's name? Um John Krasinski's Emily wife. Blunt. Emily Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. When she leaves to go and get more oxygen and medicine for her son and baby, and she's like, just stay here. You have everything you need. Stay put, stay quiet, and you'll be fine. I'll be back in a couple of hours. And he just decides like, eh, I'm going to go on a walk. About. I'm going to go on a walk and go check yeah. shit out. And it was just like, you're sitting was, there the whole time just going, what are you doing? It was, it was very contrived. Yeah. Only for the only reason that they had him do that stupid shit was for them to have a reason to have the creature come into yeah. Yeah. the factory or whatever. Which again, it you can't. It was, it was, it felt, it felt very forced. Yeah, you can't say it's unrealistic because, again, teenagers do dumb things all the time. But at the same time, you're looking at this character and you're going, he's lived in this world most of his life now. Or not most of his life, but he's lived well, in this year, world for, for a year and a half. Year, yeah. For the last year and a half. He's watched his family die. His his baby his brother and his yeah. dad. He's got a bum leg. He's got a bum Dude. Oh, oh God, that was so hard to watch. Oh, can we talk about first that for a second? All, okay, let's talk about these people traveling with injuries. She gave birth yesterday, oh, yeah. and she had a nail in her foot. Yeah, they're just like walking barefoot yeah. across the country. <laughs> Look, I get, I get that when when things happen, you have to do what you have to do to survive. I understand that, but it you made are me very uncomfortable to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, like, because I just recently watched my wife give birth uh -huh. and I have a newborn baby kid, uh -huh. there is no realism whatsoever yeah. in any of the situation that Emily Blunt finds herself I in. I was, like, thinking in my head, like, she, she wearing adult diapers for that Yeah, time? yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, there's, there's no injury going on down there. She's not having to take care of herself. There's uh -huh. no breastfeeding. Uh -uh. There's no feeding of the baby. There's uh -uh. no diapers. You know how many diapers little babies go through? Like, Eight a day. A lot. <laughs> the, the realism factor, you just have to throw it out the window and, and just for go sure. along for the ride. For sure. Yeah, God, okay. it was a good movie. Because <laughs> aliens that hunt by sound are so realistic. Well, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's the one thing you have to get over, like, yes, this is the premise. There are Listen, aliens. I've never been an alien. I have been a woman <laughs> who's had a child before. And I know what's going on down yeah. there. You're not okay the I'm next literally day. experiencing like, it right now. They don't even let you leave the hospital until you've pooped after you have a baby. <laughs> is that real? For yeah, real. it's real. Yeah. You have to pass. You have to pass something along. That way yeah. they know your parts are all Okay, so still. Yeah. my wife had her kids before we got married. So, yeah, I'm stepdad. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but but the character of Marcus, the little boy. So while they're running away from one of these aliens, he gets caught in a bear trap. Oh God, it's so and, bad. And luckily, it, it doesn't hit the His bone. But... Screams. Oh. oh. The, again, with the the way that they use the sound design, where like things are super Crazy. super quiet until shit hits the fan. That and was then... blood curdling. Oh. Okay, hold on just a second. Yeah. Did you see it with the enhanced sound? Theater? I went to the. Because uh, I went to, I went to the cheap show. Oh really? I wasn't going to spend three extra dollars for the extra Oh, no, sound. I got the VFX or whatever, the big screen. Oh, but I think we went to the same one as you. Even the one I went to was like, holy shit. Yeah. It was, it was still the effect. And I, in, my, in my brain, I'm going, 
I wonder what this sounds like with a DFX. Yeah, it I was intense. Yeah, so. it was a pretty. I'm like to to kind of put it into perspective for you guys. Like, there's a lot of jump scares in this movie. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, a lot of jump scares. Yeah. and I'm I'm not afraid to say I jump at a lot of that shit. Mm -hmm. It gets me Same. almost every time. I jumped harder and like like I don't know I convulsed basically uh -huh. when I watched that bear trap go around that kid's ankle. I yelled I out loud. Out. Oh god! I lost it. <laughs> it. It hurt me physically when yes. that kid got hit with that trap. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, oh, you hear and that? And then he opens his mouth and he screams, and you're like, no. no. And, and, and like, it was obvious he could not control that because oh, yeah. no. he knows. You like, you've lived in this world for over a year. You know, you have to be silent. Yeah. And he, you could tell it was an uncontrollable thing that happened and in when, his body. And the whole family is just oh, like covering his mouth up, oh, trying to get him to stop screaming oh, while there's a bear trap in his leg. Oh God, it was so horrible. It was so freaking intense, man. The Crazy part intense. was is that was so the good. other guy, the other guy said it. What right? said what? Wasn't the main, the other guy, the other character in the show? Wasn't he the one that made? Oh yeah. The trap? He set the whole thing up. Yeah. That was his area. So mm -hmm. it's his, it's and his, so he's just sitting there watching them through the scope knowing and he knows this family yeah they, they so were basically family to the, him the, the, what's the relationship just good friends i thought they were related good no, the, the, they weren't related they were just neighbors okay yeah good family friends he i'm, I'm assuming that john krasinski's character and killian murphy's character had grown up together well, well, in some it, way. It was a small town so everyone yeah. kind of knew so each other i grew up in a small town like this right and but, but what i want to know is how far apart this factory or whatever place that they went to how actually far from their home they said was that place? It took them about a day and a half to get there walking. That's like 25 well, it miles. A, it took them a day to get to the island. Yeah, so it's another 20-something miles. It's about 20, so, mi 20 miles I mean, a day on foot is typically what people can walk. But she had a baby, so maybe it was a little bit. I don't, know, I don't know how far the... I can walk. I mean, I go about three miles an hour. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking i'm I just go, guesstimating I, I, do, I do like 20 minutes a mile i'm just guesstimating when i go to the park and take a walk yeah. and i'm tracking it on my phone it's like it's like six, 16 minutes is what i do for a mile yeah. but anyway just, just do you walking. think that you would go faster if there were aliens hunting you <laughs> but they were going slower yeah yeah they're trying to be that's quiet true. that's a good point oh that's you know, so that's another one of those things a silly kind of criticism that i have is like this family was like die hard barefoot right like yeah go barefoot so it make I less the noise same thing. i was like how come he's wearing shoes killian murphy was just like screw that dude i got boots on yeah like this seems like the more logical way to go <laughs> yeah <laughs> to me it's just like you might make a little bit more sound but i think it's worth it in the long run when you see this family's feet's all jacked up they're all bleeding well, yeah. well what's interesting about that is so like when the girl leaves she, she goes out barefoot and her feet are bloody yeah because you know they're not walking on sand anymore they're yeah. walking on rough terrain but that's how um emmett is able to track her mm. like if if she wasn't bleeding he, he wouldn't have been able to find her can we quickly. can we talk about the 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 train car scene sure that okay so the the girl kind of like once they get into um killing murphy's little fort you know they're safe She's like, I still have this mission. I have to go and finish what my father was going to do. I have to be the hero to save everybody. Mm -hmm. So she just disappears. She bails. And they're like, I'm going to go do she this She leaves thing. a note. She yeah. leaves a, yeah, leaves well, a note. Well, well, first of all, they, they get a radio transmission. Yeah. That, that's the song somewhere mm -hmm. beyond the sea. And she interprets that based off of her dad's maps that someone on this island is beyond the sea is sending out a message to tell people to come there. And yeah. so that's why she sets out to, to go. Yeah, and she knows that if she follows the train tracks, it'll lead her to the area where she can get to a boat, which then takes her to the island. So she comes across this like d just 
wrecked a train wreck basically literally and uh she walks into the train car and she's in there she finds this freaking um this (laughs) medical kit the whole time like a first aid kit yeah don't get into the train yeah exactly don't get into the train what are you doing go around it there's bad stuff in the train (laughs) my my, my wife is all like (laughs) literally this is i look over she's all got her shirt up covering her her face face. (laughs) and i'm all what are you doing and she's like he's kind of moving it was what very is, intense. Like, what is she going in the train for? <laughs> I, kept, I kept like squeezing Katie's just going, I'm very nervous. I know, yeah. Bad stuff in the train. The whole time. Don't go in there. The whole time where she's trying to reach the medical kit and I'm just like, stop, just stop. Open the door a little bit more. There's going to be a corpse jump out and touch you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh. I don't know what this is. And then, and then all of a sudden there's the creature behind her. It's like, called it yeah it was very very intense i i was like squirming in my seat i'm like oh, i know something's gonna happen <laughs> and i like the, again the sound design i can't talk enough about how awesome this sound design because this girl is deaf when we're kind of like watching the movie through her perspective there is literally no sound yeah. it's yeah. just dead yeah. air and, really? and, and like you know something is about to murder you yeah and like you all you see is like it's there's zero sound you see the the girl the background is kind of out of focus and then you see this thing like crawl over the freaking steps uh, and you're just like absolutely brilliant filmmaking oh yes. shit yes. <laughs> which so- also like it, it just puts in the perspective of like this um this this girl she has she she's handicapped in the way that she doesn't have the defense of hearing anything around her yeah and and that's why her father like wanted her to have the cochlear mm-hmm. implant so that she can defend herself and like that she is the hero going on this mission it just yeah. amplifies like like her her hero courage yeah the, her courage her yeah. bravery the way this movie sets up the bad dudes as being able to cue in on any sound mm-hmm. it makes the audience hypersensitive to every little thing that can make any kind of noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like when the camera like pans down to the trail and there's a fucking twig <laughs> or a dry leaf or anything. Yeah. You're like, that oh, can like God, you're like, don't Holy step on it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> don't step on that straight out snail shell. <laughs> don't knock off that cop. Oh my God. It was. It's very intense. It's crazy. It's very intense. Yeah. That was a crazy sequence where she was kind of like navigating that whole train wreck and stuff. And um, I, it's not a deus ex machina, but I was so relieved when when Killian Murphy's what was his name again? Em, Emmett? Emmett. 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 When Emmett showed up and shot that thing, because like you see the girl, she's backed up into a corner and she basically kind of surrenders. She gives up. She's like, it's "I'm like, done. There's I, no I, surviving. Yeah, there's it. I'm I over." Have, I have to admit, when he shot the thing, it, I knew that was going to happen. Right. Of course. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, there, there was no suspense there for me because oh, I, really? I've just seen too many movies. How about when she wakes up the next morning but, and her implant is gone and she thinks that he <clears throat> stole it and and like left her? I'm not really sure why um, they slept. Was it late in the day when he found her? Like there was a little bit of a gap there. I'm like, how long has she been sleeping? Why is she sleeping? I, I didn't get that because when she went into the train wreck by herself, it was still broad daylight. Mm-hmm. And when he found her, it was only like a few minutes later. So I was a little confused as to why they were like sleeping in the middle of the day or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe when you have anxiety, you need a nap. I, yeah, I, I would die. I would tell you right for now. Sure. If I had to take a nap in this universe, I'd be dead because I snore. Sometimes, sometimes you sleep, man. I would. I'd be. A, I scream. And I sleep. <laughs> there'd be a monster like hanging over me. Well, but hey, that's why he sleeps in. Uh, in the tank. In a, in a boiler. Yeah. Yeah. 
for what 17 minutes at a time <laughs> yeah something like that okay so uh later on we've you know we we get the uh the characters i got kind of like a i don't know if you guys have played the game uh the last of us the first one the good one uh, there's like a lone wolf and cub kind of vibe to this where like no, like Emmett kind of takes her under his wing and like okay we're gonna go on this mission together it's father daughter kind of feel um so it was really cool i really enjoyed their chemistry together and uh, especially since she had so much animosity towards him, like right when they first met him, yeah. she's like, you are not my father. It was yeah. like, God damn girl. She, she's like, you're nothing like Yeah. Him. Yeah. And then like, he kind of, he kind of becomes somebody that would be worthy of, of not taking the place of, but kind of like filling those shoes. It was really cool. It was a really nice little character. I, arc. I, I would say this though. So when they make it to the Island and they find like this little community of people who are just living there blissfully, you know, yeah. uh, free to make any noise they want. Um, and they go to uh, basically the guy who is, I guess, the the leader, or the mayor, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and the reason why they are able to do so is because that they found out that the aliens can't swim. Yeah, well, well yeah, that that's one of the evolutions of their understanding of the aliens. But um, d this actor, Demon Huntsu, Demon mm -hmm. Huntsu, Shimon, Shimon, something. Whatever. I know who you're talking about. He's yeah. very famous. He's in a ton of movies. Yeah, so he is like the leader of this town, and he has like a little sit down with Emmett. And Emmett tells him about, you know, the, the high frequency implant. stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, and and if I was this character, I'd be like, okay, we're going to the radio place now. Yeah. To do yeah, this. I thought that was weird too. And and he's like, we'll it, take care of it in the morning. I mean, they've just been living this this uh, well, easy breezy well, life. Well, I mean, I mean, instead, he, he's just like, okay, we'll get to this eventually. And one of the interesting things is is, is that this movie really keeps things going. Like it keeps yeah. throwing obstacles and dangers and stuff in front of its, its characters. And it's got like three different storylines going mm -hmm. on in it. Um, so like it, it was handled pretty well. And one of the, the things that happened is that, you know, Emmett and the girl, um, I guess her name is uh, Reagan. Reagan uh, they run into a group of like boat people yeah. <laughs> who, who are like, you know, like they're, they, they're basically like the bad guys, yeah. you know, and um the people that aren't worth saving exactly yeah. they're like the survivors who have survived because they've like screwed over anyone that they've come across yeah yeah so and they're all burned for some reason yeah, well, well they're out in the sun the whole time so they're, okay. they're just out exposed uh living on boats or something like that but anyway <laughs> so at a certain point we see this boat kind of float off with one of the aliens on it mm -hmm. and because the aliens can't swim it can't get off the boat and you just think oh it, it drifted off somewhere well it turns out this boat drifts to that island and so one of these creatures is now on that island and it starts killing a bunch of these like poor people and uh you know i i was like that would be you know even more motivation to Get, yeah. get away from like let that thing stay in that town and get out there so that you had some defense against it get to that radio tower so like i like there's little things in this movie that kind of bug me but overall like it's not something i can't overlook to well, i think enjoy his movie. particular character motivation was to get it away from the town and away from his kids and family like these are the people that oh, he's no, been with no I, I totally get that yeah you, you know in fact he dies because like he's worried that they lost the alien yeah i mean i kind of I, I see what you're saying because if if i was emmett is that his name? I I, yes. I don't know the character. Killing Murphy's character. Yeah, yeah. It's like if I was him and the girl, I would have insisted like the do second now. The second I told him we need to go do this now. Yeah. I have family on the mainland that is depending on this. Yeah. It has to get done. Not now. 
not in the morning, not after dinner, not after, <laughs> not after we, s'mores at the not, bonfire. Not playtime. <laughs> we need to go to the radio building and do this now. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the yeah. sooner the better. Yeah. yeah. Again, like a lot of the things that happen in this movie that are negative are due to people just doing stupid I had, shit. I hadn't even thought about that yeah. until just now. It's just a lot but of yeah, people that's, making that's really weird plot point. Really bad decisions for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have to like one of the most intense sequences in this movie for me was kind of like when all three stories kind of converged. And you get, it was at night. It was after the sun went down. Uh, um, Emmett and Regan were at the docks. They were dealing with that situation. And then you had Emily Blunt dealing with her son. And there was something, a third thing going on, wasn't there? Yeah, the, no, the, she the, went to go get the medicine. Well, well, no, like, so she came back and there was an alien there. And Marcus was trapped in, in the... In the oh, he didn't have air. The baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's sharing the oxygen with the baby. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, when the oxygen was almost gone. Yeah. yeah. It's like, when, I feel like it almost made him like a bad dude because he was stealing air. I thought that brother. for a second too. It's like, what are they doing? I mean, yeah, it's like, okay, well, this dude's a dumb shit and he's out there outside of the area where he's safe. Yeah. And he just did all these really poor really choices. Poor choices, yeah. It, like, was, it was a really... I didn't need that. How I, I, old are each of the kids supposed to be? Mid-teens? 13, 12, 14? 13. Okay. I got like maybe 12 for I, him and like that. 14 for the girl. Yeah, maybe. I think that's probably accurate. Okay. Be close, yeah. Um, but yeah, just that I kind of thought that for a second too. When he's locked into the uh, the boiler shaft or whatever and he's, he's hidden away from the monster uh, that's kind of like hunting him. And he's in there and he knows that the oxygen is going to run out pretty soon. And you, you kind of get a visual with that when he's got the lighter. The lighter goes out because mm -hmm. there's no more oxygen. Right. And uh, he's sitting there with his kid, a little baby brother. Is it a brother or a girl? I can't remember it's if it was a boy. Is it a brother? brother. Um, and he takes the oxygen max off of the baby so that yeah. he can breathe for a <laughs> couple like, seconds. You I was like, you little shit. Like, I literally was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, you got yourself into this situation. Now you're stealing oxygen from the baby. I know, right? Like, what the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> well, he knows his mom's supposed to come back. And I think, well, I mean, obviously, he's just trying to, like, both, survive. both of them survive. Because if he dies, then no one's there to take care of the baby. Yeah. 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 I just, I just felt like his whole arc was contrived. It was He's very, a very a dumb, a very dumb kid. Simply for, for a way to get the monster down there. I remember yeah. being a dumb kid though. I didn't so, like <laughs> Again, it's yeah. not unrealistic. It's you just know how many times I hitchhiked at like 13? I would have, I would have rather, we just didn't even worry about what was happening back at the factory. And we got a little more about what was going on with, yeah. The girl and yeah, uh, kind of just like, hey, the, this crew is safe. Maybe have Emily Blunt go to the town and get medicine. You could have a little something there, sure, and spend some time with that. Maybe she escapes an alien or something like that. that I, I'd be fine with that. But yeah, you're. I think you're right. I mean, there's a lot of time spent with people who make really dumb decisions, and that's the only I reason. I was like, that, the kid just got his leg chopped off by a bear trap. How's he climbing up the ladder? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was. It's. I agree with you. It's like he's limping a little bit, but man, I, that bear trap looked like that it was, looked like it hurt. Yeah. Oh God, it was so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so this final, let's move on to the final bit then. Uh, when they uh, Reagan is in the radio station, God, so freaking intense. Dude, yeah. That, that scene where she's like climbing through the window. Oh, uh, and she has to close the door. The, and there's like keys oh. and a coffee cup like, oh. and shit everywhere, and you're like, you're gonna it's just. Like, you're like yeah. we're sitting like, there wringing your hands in the theater, yeah. like yes. oh shit! It's, yes. like I, it's like I said earlier, it's the ability to do this kind of a movie, this concept with with the whole dry leaf and twig. Yeah, it's like oh, don't knock that thing off that desk. <laughs> yeah, or you're dead. You know, it was it was freaky. It was. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. I stepped yeah. on a rock yesterday, and yeah. I couldn't control the, the sound that came out of my body. <laughs> I can't tell you what would happen if I was in a bear trap. Man, I would be so dead in this oh, world. Oh, yeah, Because sure. I'd just be walking down the street on the sand, and I'd go, <laughs> and I'd be dead. It's like, over. 
Well, pretty it's much like, anyone who snores would be dead. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm dead. So I'm sorry, pass gas. <laughs> Dude, I just feel like we need to make a parody movie of this where you're just walking. You're just, like, you're you, just, guys, you, guys should, you guys should just record me when I go downstairs. Because, <laughs> man, uh, it would just be. We'll get cage with the special effects to have some monster walking behind you. And it's just like, <laughs> like looks at you. And then, and then you see it in your defense. It's like. No, and it just starts smelling you, and you're like, ah! It is like legs up. Twitching. It just keels over like a fucking spider, <laughs> like a cockroach that got sprayed by poison. Vader <laughs> just shrugs. And walks yeah, yeah, he's like, that's good. Take that stupid aliens. <laughs> but their sense of hearing is enhanced, but so is their sense of smell. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, we, we just want like from a serious talk to like parts. Hey, man, that's what we do here, dudes. Oh, it made me cry laugh. That's funny. Okay, um, the big final moment where uh, where Reagan puts the thing on the microphone and she just like has that like yeah, yeah. she has it. Don't do it for the poor listeners that are just listening. <laughs> yeah, but that moment where she like reaches up and flips that switch. Yeah, over pretty cool. Yeah, it was a very triumphant moment. Very very badass right. moment, and it and it intercuts with like her brother. Because as soon as he sees that, like, you know, she got the frequency he's, going. He's got his headphones on, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's just walking towards that thing that's been terrorizing them. And he's got the gun in his hand. And yeah. It was a great. It was a really, really great triumphant moment. I thought it was really well and deserved. And then the movie just ends. And just so, <laughs> Okay. Is there an end credit scene? I didn't stay. I don't know. Because I didn't stay. Because I wasn't going to subject my wife to anymore. Um, but I, everybody I else it, did. I hung in there for a minute. And a lot of people were staying. But... I, I didn't think that anything Marvel, else was Marvel's got us so screwed up. Yeah. No, but I, I think there's an end credit scene here. Is really? There? I'm not 100%. If you stayed and you saw an end credit scene. Comment below. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's give I, this. I totally think there's going to be a three. I hope so. Oh, I, God, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Very much well, so. Well, this thing brought in, you know, the, the biggest post-COVID-19 yeah. box office. Yeah. I, I think we're all... Uh, um, Hooked. We're in. I mean, also, it almost tripled its budget in the first weekend. Also, it comes out in 45 days on um, Paramount Plus. So basically, there's a 45 day window from when it was released in the theater to when it comes on to streaming. And so that's like, you know, like what a month and I definitely want to watch it again. Yeah, because, for sure. Uh, I yeah. like this movie better than the first one. I need I to rewatch of, the first one. Yeah, I need yeah. to rewatch the first one because I didn't watch it as early. Like, I, I watched the first one like two, three weeks ago. Yeah, it's like been a, said, it's been a year since I've seen the first I'm, one. I'm definitely a latecomer to this. Did, so. did you guys know that these movies were produced by Michael Bay? I did know that. I did. I saw it in the credits when I was kind of cool. waiting to see if there was an end credit scene. <laughs> I'm glad he can make an actual good movie. Well, produce. Well, so whatever. he just kind of ponied up the cash. Maybe Is that? He, no, like he he got the movie made. Hmm. Good for him. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Do more of that. Well, <laughs> he, he's done a lot of like he was the producer of the Amityville Horror remakes. Oh, okay. He was not the producer good. of the Friday the Thirteenth remakes. Not good. So oh. far, you're not selling. Yeah, you're not impressed. <laughs> at all. I, I, I'm just saying that he's produced a lot of like horror movies. So, so when he's mixed in with John Krasinski, he could. Is put this out a some horror movie or a sci-fi movie? I kind of would say it's more like a thriller. I yeah. wouldn't say horror. Yeah. Suspense. Suspense, yeah. yeah. It was some, very there's, suspenseful. There's a lot of jump scares, mm. but it's not really gory. It's not like bloody. Yeah, it's PG-13. It's like, it's like, it's more like, it's like, kind of, I wouldn't put it on anything different than like The Walking Dead. Yeah, I didn't TV. remember what the first one was rated. Was the first one PG-13? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then when I saw that this was PG-13, I was like, oh, 
that's a bummer. I hope I still like it. TV mature. Dude, it's so good. Yeah. (laughs) So good. All right, let's do favorite moments and give it a rating. Vader, go ahead. Oh, man, I haven't even thought about favorite moments. I mean, just watched it last night. Um, Favorite moments. It really sticks out in your head when you think about it. Well, the first 10 minutes of this movie are, are incredible. Yeah. It's really cool. I love the setup of the movie. I like how it set up both movies. Oh, the first and the second the one? The first and the second one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I want more of that. Um, you know, it just, it just sucked me in. I didn't, I wasn't bored at all ever in this entire thing. Um, my least favorite, of course, was just the little story with um, the son. Just being an idiot. Just being an idiot, <laughs> crawling out of the hole. Yeah. Coming up and looking for his mom's like, get back in there. Just what stay, are you doing? Stay put. What are yeah, you doing? You yeah. dumbass. You have one <laughs> job. It's to stay safe. <laughs> it's like I, I said earlier, it, was, it felt very contrived. Okay. Um, but I'm not going to let that five minutes of the movie really drag the rest of the movie down. Because this is a good movie. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, I, I, I'm going to go back and rewatch one and two together. Cool. As soon as I can when they're both out there together at the same time. But um, are we grading? You want to yeah, grade? give it a grade. Um, solid four. Four out of five. Yeah. Nice. I really enjoyed this movie. Nice. Um, Recommend people go watch it? Absolutely. Go watch it in the theater. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. The sound alone. Unless uh, you have unless you have a like a freaking $3,000 yeah. sound system in your house, like go to the theater. Go support your theater, man. Go spend yeah. some money. It's okay. Yeah. We all did. I bought an $8 slushie yesterday just because yeah. I could. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this, was a, this was a fun thing. I cool. enjoyed it. Jude, how about you? Favorite moment I, and rating. I agree with everything Vader said. The first, uh, the flashback was amazing. I wanted more of that. I hope we do get more of that in the next one. Um, my favorite scene, though, um, though I, I love that part of the movie, there's not like one scene that stands out for me, but there is one later. And it's, um, I felt like Emmett got a, a real hero moment when you see like, you you get like his story, like they don't show it, but you get like that his, he has these little boys and um, they both died that Mm -hmm. the first day. And you can see how tormented he is. He's just like drawing pictures of his kids because Mm -hmm. he doesn't have any. And he's just so tormented throughout. And then when he realizes that the creature is on the island and there's this little boy standing there amongst these people and he's the a little boy, so he probably doesn't have much memory of what it was a, what it was like out there and how to survive it. And he just runs up, and the little boy looks a lot like his little mm. boy. And he runs up, and he just scoops this kid up and gets him to safety. I felt like that was like a a, a hero moment or like a closure that he needed to be the hero for a little boy because he couldn't be the hero for his own. Wow. And it was just such a beautiful moment. I felt for him. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, uh, it was. Um, so, uh, and, and I'm not sure what this is, if it's like a thriller or a horror movie or what, but, um, sci-fi for, for a, sure. Okay. I, I agree with Vader four out of five. Like there were moments that I was just like, why is he wearing shoes? And get back in there, dumb kid. But I, it was like, (laughs) you know, stuff like that just kind of amps it up for you. And, and, and it's done for a reason and it worked. Um, so it, it all, it all worked for me. Was I mad at that kid? Sure. But have I also done, done dumb things as a 12 year old? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. of course. So, uh, I won't fault it, uh, but it's it's a great movie. Go see it. I want the kid to be the hero in part three. I'm, do you, I'll, I'll let Kadish do his thing and then I'll ask you guys a question. So go ahead, Kadish. What is your uh, favorite moment in rating? 
So my favorite moment is with Emmett, where basically the boat people have attached like a collar to him that mm -hmm. has like all these cans and stuff that would make noise. And so like he's kind of on his knees. He can't really move because if he does, it's going to attract these creatures. And they're basically walking off with Reagan and her um, cochlear implant. And he knows that if they take her, um, their only chance of basically stopping these things is gone. So he turns into an absolute badass for like two minutes and um, takes like the leader of this group hostage as the aliens start attacking. And he basically feeds the the leader to these guys and then jumps in the, the water. And it was such a suspenseful scene and, and it pays off something earlier on in the movie where he asked them what what the sign language for for dive is yes yeah. Yeah. and and uh yeah. and he uses that at that moment to tell her to get out of the way because he's gonna do this like super dangerous risky thing and it was just a, a great moment and he puts her implant in his mouth to protect it yeah 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 and so basically um i feel like this movie is one of those films where it's a sequel that's better than the original and I really enjoyed it. I didn't like it as much as you guys did, um, but I'd give it a solid, you know, three stars out of five. So it was, it was a fun movie. Fair. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm with you guys on this side of the table over there. Four, solid four. Um, and I think I think maybe I'm just a little bit nostalgic about going back to the movie theaters again. And also, we've had so many crappy movies come out in <laughs> yeah. the last year that in this is just such a. It's a notch Just above. such a treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a notch above the most movies that we watch. Uh, so it's, it was really a ton of fun. My favorite moment, um, I, 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 the first 10 minutes was so solid. It dude, really was. With John Krasinski and the whole town and the way it was filmed. And it's just incredible. But I think... I have to go back to the sound design because I'm, I'm going to shout it from the rooftops. The sound design in this movie is incredible. Whoever was in charge of doing that, freaking give them a raise. That was amazing. But there was a moment where... Reagan, it was right after Reagan had like lost her implant and she was looking for it, desperately looking for it. She goes outside, she starts weeping because she doesn't have that one thing that she's been coveting. And she just goes, goes down to the ground and there's zero sound, nothing. The, the theater is just dead mm -hmm. quiet. And then as soon as Emmett comes up and touches her on the shoulder, the freaking sound comes back. <sighs> so God damn, that was cool, man. Yeah. You know so cool. What the cool thing about this movie is it's like the theater wasn't packed when I was in there. There's no, like not at all. Maybe 10 other people. If that theater had been completely full, you would have been able to hear a pin drop. Yeah. Yeah. You would have heard people crunching on popcorn or like, slurping on their soda. There was, in the respirators. It would have been. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Dead silence in there. I, I wasn't going to say anything, but there was some douchebag, some old dude, like a row and a half away from me. <laughs> and he kept yawning. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, he wasn't even yawning loud. But that was, that's just how quiet the movie is. Because yeah. I could hear him going. Mm. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> talking during my movie I, mean, if, if I was, really want to go see a movie oh my god it for you. if there was a row of kids in this movie like there was for a movie I watched a few months ago and they were all sitting there crunching on their food and popcorn and crap and talking <laughs> I've been so angry I would have been so angry oh like, that's oh, funny man. dude but, but yeah. yeah solid four uh, for me I enjoyed the hell out of this movie and the question on leaving off the podcast with this question uh, the part three, what do you want to see? Uh, Vader, go ahead. I have no idea. No idea. No, no. Where, where, wherever he wants to take us, man. Okay. I'm, I'm down. Let's go. Jude, do you have any ideas what you want to see? I mean, I loved the, the here's what happened stuff in the beginning. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't mind seeing, I mean, I don't know if it's macabre, but I kind of want to see Emmett's kids die. 
<laughs> oh well, because you know, we we got that first day and like yeah. what happened, and then we got the story of of what happened, but we didn't get to see it. And like that flashback was so good. Like I want more of that, but maybe from Emmett's perspective. Okay, Kadish, I'd like to see kind of like um, you know, more into the future where the the two kids are grown up and they're kind of taking the fight to these aliens, um, and spreading the word about how to fight them back because. I remember Emmett um, when they first you know, run into him after they, they kill one of those um, alien things. Uh, he says, I've never seen one die before. And so in this world, like, like it's like people don't know how to kill these things. And the, these are the first people to figure that out. And so I think it'd be cool to see like, you know, Marcus and Reagan in their 20s. And they're kind of leading the charge against so, like hunting these things. So down. you want to see like a 10 year gap, 10 year jump. And then we get quiet place, the series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to stargate this thing. Is Paramount plus stargate the series. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I why not? Why not? I'm actually, I was going to say the same thing as Kadish. I'm surprised that he said that, but I also, I want to kind of see that next leap in because the story where like, we're going full, almost like, Aliens. I have a you know? feeling the next movie is going to start yeah. the second this movie ended. Or, or what you could do is you could just have like an anthology type thing where you're following different people from around the world dealing with this, you know, this mm -hmm. crisis and stuff. So, but I'd, I'd also like to see more of that day one thing because that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think if they're going to follow the story with this family, I want the same actors to play these people because like i'm invested now yeah. and then when they when they switch them to older characters to portray like the time has passed kind of take something away from it well, for they, me they're gonna have to change to do a time jump because these kids are older now well they could i think you they know, could age you know, up the actors almost to cut their hair a little bit and change yeah, them up i think it's, it's definitely like, doable it's like the stranger things thing yeah it's like we yeah. gotta we gotta move this thing forward because these kids that were 12 when they years ago, they're, one. they're 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 27 now, yeah. <laughs> and we, we <laughs> they can't be teens they can't anymore. Be teenagers yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So. I feel that. All right, guys, that's our review for A Quiet Place Part Two. What did you think of the movie? Comment below. Don't forget to like and subscribe. SaltingYourVideo.com help us get to that 1,000 subscriber milestone. That we're so close. We do appreciate all of our new subscribers. Welcome. We hope you guys enjoy the content. Matt Vader, where can they find you on the socials? Oh boy, you can find me at Matt Vader 74 on the social stuff at Twitter. Um, YouTube and um, um, but, but, but Instagram. Yeah, that go. one. Yeah. And Jude. You can find me at I am Jude Juju on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And I also would like to say thank you to everyone who has subscribed, um, like ever. And also recently, I know I know we've all been like kind of posting and, and pushing for that one thousand uh, subscriber mark, and we're very close. And just want to say thank you to everyone who. Uh, like it's just, it's just like one of my friends on Facebook who was, who was like, Oh, I should, heck yeah, man. I'll subscribe. So thank yeah, you, you guys. It, it, it's uh, really helping. Yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, Matthew Kadish, where can they find you? You can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter and kadishbooks.com takes you to my Amazon page. And I am Alex, the salty nerd. You can catch me on Twitter at salty underscore nerd. And as always stay salty, my friends.